The Voice of Reason. Long weekend back in the building. Listen, man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. These discourses, because that's basically what they are. They're discourses, right? Two-hour discourses on radio weekly. Having difficult conversations. And just because I'm the curator of said conversation, please make no mistake. I am by no means perfect. And I'm never going to present myself as perfect. You know why? Because everybody who, everybody is human, right? Relationships are an intrinsic part of what it means to be human. And although you have relationship specialists, you have relationship gurus, you have relationship scientists, you have therapists, you have psychologists, you have all these people, man, and, and they, 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 they come with a, a wealth of knowledge about relationships. But let me tell you, ain't nothing like embracing your own work. Now, Zoe Williams comes in here weekly, daily, basically to challenge what you've been taught as the truth. Not only to challenge it. But to get you to get outside of the comfort zone of your norm. See, we pass down generational tasks. We pass down generational ideas. We pass down generational linguistics, right? To frame those ideas, right? And you have to remember thought, word, and deed. Oftentimes, in relationships, we tend to focus on the deed. It don't matter what you say, it matters what you do. But then when you get to a higher level of living, you start to understand that thought, word, and deed are extensions of each other in much the same way as the past, the present, and the future are extensions of each other. If your thoughts aren't challenged, the deeds i.e. behaviors you modeled will come into the present as they did for those you were modeled by. So it's about challenging your known, your ordinary, your safe spot, your comfort zone. That's what this show is about. And it's a participation-based show. We want you to participate. We want you to call in. We know the reasons why a lot of people don't call in. We still get a whole lot of calls, but we understand why people are a little reticent because relationships are personal. And a lot of people don't want to reveal all of that stuff because there's a fear of being judged. There's a, a fear of being evaluated. You know why? Because that's all this life in this world, in this paradigm, has been a, about for many of us. You know, judged by our parents, judged by our peers, judged by ourselves. And because of last, uh, last week's show, I had to come in here and keep a promise. Last week's show. Is his wallet her soulmate? 
And at the end of the show, I said, uh, on Monday, we're going to do a show about relationship currencies other than money. Relationship currencies that are worth more than money. Right? And often, a lot of people don't even know. They don't know to think that way. Can you name, I want to give out this challenge right now, 1-800-9-2015-80, Can you name three relationship currencies that are worth more than money? Tonight's topic, relationship fiat currency. What are some relationship currencies other than money? A deeper look at the various relationship currencies that are more valuable than what's in your wallet. Can you name some? Do you practice some? I Listen, you don't get to come in here and vent about how somebody did you wrong. I don't never hear nobody call and say, this is how I did me wrong. This is what I do to myself that leads to the demise of my relationship. I never hear nobody say that. I never hear anybody say, I'm the reason my relationship has fallen. When we come forward, Zoe Williams and the relationship currency discourse shall continue. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. 2.20. You know you want some more. More. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. You should be. Talk 1580. And I'm here to tell you right now, this song is a lie. Y'all always saying the devil is a lie. This record is a lie. You should be here. Let me tell you something. You should be there for yourself. See, a lot of this you should be here madness. Shout out to my co-host. It's going to be all Raphael Sadiq records today. Shout out to the call. Listen, we got to unlearn what we learned in order to grow up. So many people have demands that my partner should be on deck for me. It wouldn't even matter if you knew how to be on deck for yourself. 
It wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't be a demand. Guess what it would be? It would be a freedom-based movement that allow you two to organically come together and appreciate the now. But you don't know how to appreciate the now. You in the now worried about what the next now going to feel like and how you can preserve this moment and carry it forward to the next now. This is relational prison. And I know you don't want to hear this. I know you're not into hearing this. This is why I'm telling you, most of you guys' relationships are operating at a deficit. Most of you guys are relationship liabilities because you think somebody is supposed to acquiesce to a wound's demand. I'm not going to acquiesce to your wound. I got my own wounds. I got my own work. And guess what we do for each other when we organically come into each other's space? We reflect those wounds. Those wounds are reflected back to each other. And then what's our responsibility from there? Go in your house and do your homework. Your house might be your heart chakra. Go inside and do your homework. Not fight to convert your partner to the army of your wound's private security via a coping mechanism. We broke down the word coping. It just means cape, a coverer, to cover. I'm not here to have your wounds back. What I'm actually here to do is irritate those wounds. Hmm? And here, here we go circular arguments back and forth well if you were like this and if you would do this i would be more comfortable you're supposed to be uncomfortable until you purge the wound how do you clean a wound some peroxide huh maybe a little saline solution huh a little alcohol that's, that's how you clean it. You, you clean a wound. How do you clean an internal wound? You sit with it. You don't judge it. And when it shows its ugly head through the mirror of relationship, your job is to take it in and go to work on you. This is why most of us have superficial fiat currency relationships. What is a fiat currency? Fiat money is a government-issued currency that is not backed by a physical commodity such as gold or silver, but rather by the government that issued it. In other words, the dollars in your pocket. The dollars in your pocket aren't really worth anything. It's backed by the belief of the people. The word belief has a root word, be lie. It means to give the lie away as a gift from Middle English, belalogian. The lie is a gift from me to you. So your money, the most valuable thing in your relationship, is backed by belief. It's fiat currency. Now, in, the ter in terms of fiat currencies, global fiat currencies, all global fiat currencies have at some point in time uh, returned to zero wealth. So what are relationship fiat currencies? Huh? What are those? A relationship that's superficial. A relationship that uh, has wound 
authored standards and principles. Right? A relationship that doesn't get too deep. Intimate. I'm not talking about physical intimacy. A relationship that lacks intimacy. That's a superficial relationship. I'm not just talking about physical because you can have a physical and intimate interaction and still not be intimate, still not be dialed in, still not be connected. Right? Fiat currencies, a relationship that is predicated on stimulation, superficial behaviors, the moment the behaviors leave, the the dinners, uh, the clubs, uh, uh, the concerts, uh, uh, the, the amusement parks. The moment the fun is gone, the relationship suffers. These are relationships that are thriving on what I call relationship Fiat currencies. Remember, all fiat currencies have returned to zero wealth. What is a superficial relationship? A relationship that isn't serious or isn't taken serious by one or both partners is a superficial relationship. Let's get deeper. See, because oftentimes you have people in a relationship that have two different philosophies, two different concepts of what serious is. You might have one partner that says serious is doing, showing up and participating. You have another partner that might be a relationship that's serious to me is one that I give my time and my presence to. Well, you mean you just showed up? What are we doing? What's the outcome? What's the end goal? See, some people are in a relationship, like I said before, because they're dating outcomes. I got with you because I believed you to be the one that would deliver what I think I need in order to be happy. That's not the job of your partner. I know, I know, this is not what you were taught. And this is why you're in prison to codependence. This is why you're in prison to all the attachment styles that you developed and carried forward. This is why you're in prison to another person's behavior. You're in prison to their acceptance. You're in prison to their approval. You're in, uh, in prison to their acknowledgement. Superficial relationship fiat currency the worth is gonna return to zero real relation listen it's really quite simple 1-800-920-1580 call in right now it's really quite simple the more you feed your listen this listen listen the more you feed yourself from within, from the inside out, the less you depend on your partner to show up in the way you need them to. Nobody wants to tell you this. Everybody wants to say things that happen to you in relationship just happened haphazardly. You see, people want to quote Zoe Williams because Zoe been talking this relationship as a mirror stuff since the 90s. But people want to quote me without really understanding what it means. You are the common denominator 
that determines what type of experience you are going to have. And if there's any internal mistreatment by you, this is what's going to show up in your life. And it's going to show up in various ways. It's not going to show up exactly the way you treat yourself. But the vibrational level of how you treat yourself is going to call in this mirror reflection so you can see what you're responsible for. What you're the co-creator for. You've heard me speak on this many times. Many times. Your partner can only be an answer to a question that you carry within you. Now, here's here's the piece. I, I, I recently watched a video of the brother T.D. Jakes. And he was talking about how men pour in. And I understood the metaphor he was using. But I respectfully disagree with parts of what he was saying. If he would have framed the discussion as people reflect what's in each other's cup. I would have said I agree 100 percent. But this is where we uh, uh, disagree. No one, and I mean nobody, can pour into you. Your cup is never empty. Your cup might be full of stuff that you don't want, but no one can ever pour into you. They can only reflect what is in your cup Currently, whose job is it to go empty your cup out of the nonsense that you modeled? There's a there's a whole bunch of madness in your cup. There's a whole bunch of debris in your cup. Your cup is dirty. Your cup is wounded. Your cup is sick. Your cup is full of limited beliefs and ideas. Your cup is full of negative self-talk. Your cup is full of self-hate. Your cup is full of self-judgment. It's your job to empty that cup of its contents and fill it up with what is inherently in you. You remember that old saying? You take a drop from the ocean, that drop is still the ocean. That's how God worked in you. There's no way that you are one with God and somebody is your perpetual villain. God ain't got no villains. So how are you a victim? The only way you could be a victim is if you claim it. And I'm and I'm not talking about people uh, actually victimizing you and harming you, stealing your stuff, beating on. Yes, you. But still, even after that, being a victim is based on what you say you are. I know you don't want to hear it today, but I, I I'm not with the shenanigans today. Being a victim, regardless of what you've been through, is still predicated on what you say you are. You can go through hell and still say, but I'm not an inhibitant. I don't live in hell. <laughs> hey, hey, my address ain't in hell. I just been through hell. 
<laughs> my GPS led me through there. Do you understand? What you've been through does not have the power to identify you, identify who you are, unless you co-sign it. I know you don't want to hear it tonight. Relationship fiat currencies. Pay attention to me. Focus on me. Show me that you care about me. Show me that you love me. Show me that you're into me. None of that is necessary when you filled your own cup with love, self-love, self-approval, self-acceptance, when you don't abandon you. How, how often do you see people abandon themselves and then blame the person on the outside for abandoning them? All you got to do is sit down and have a real conversation. When was the last time you showed up for yourself? When was the last time you supported yourself? When was the last time you encouraged yourself? Huh? You fall off with you. Your relationship with you is just platitudes. <laughs> Listen, affirmations don't mean nothing. If you're using it to escape from the truth of what is really you. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Oh, you telling yourself you're a good person. But are you really? I'm a kind person. I'm a loving person. I'm a you can say this all day in America. But if you're not really that, you're deluding yourself. And if you delude you, <laughs> if you delude you, you're going to be mad if the liar comes into your life. If you delude you, I, I don't know. Who, I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but it's for somebody. <laughs> oh God! You listen. Let me let me just hit you again. Let me just hit you one more time. What are the attributes of a good relationship? Are you questioning whether you're in a superficial relationship or not? You may have been wondering what a superficial relationship is. True or false, the meaning of a superficial relationship, a relationship that isn't serious or isn't taken seriously by one or both parties is a superficial relationship, but that's the external. If your relationship with yourself is superficial, you don't deserve any better. When I come forward... I'm going to keep slapping you upside your dome piece on your way home from Jones Beach. You should be here with me, babe. You should be here with me, babe. I just want to drive you crazy. I just want to drive you crazy. You should be here. Fire tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams. Only on KBLA Talk 
that co-host ain't no joke. The voice of reason is in the building having a real conversation. Most of our relationships are predicated on relationship fiat currency. In other words, it is a superficial type of currency that will eventually, oh Lord, return to zero wealth. All, and I know you don't want to hear this, I know all fiat currencies that have been issued by various governments have returned to zero wealth. Okay? I know what is it? We already told you what fiat currency is. It is a government issue, government issued currency that is not backed by a physical commodity such as gold. You know the real ballers in the world see gold as real money. You know that. <laughs> we have relationship fiat currency. It's not backed by nothing, but. What it feel like, just like real our fiat currency is based on how we feel. The markets go based on how we feel when speculation comes out. Speculation, if it is negative, it can negatively impact the market. That's what our money is predicated on, what we believe and what we feel. What does the word currency mean? 1650s condition of flowing a sense now rare or obsolete from the latin currents uh, present uh, 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 it means to run it means to flow let me just hold on hold on i need you to do this i need you to do that if you're gonna be with me you gotta do this you gotta do that demands do not equal flow currency means to flow we told you in your courtroom, the judge sits on the bench. The bench is the Latin word for bank. The banks control the flow of the river. Ain't no flow in relationship where there are countless demands that were authored by wounds. There's no flow. There's just expectations. I am so sick of people who want to date an expectation instead of a person. Huh? I'm not here. Nobody is in your life <laughs> to fulfill your demands. See, when you become what you want, you command who you are. Somebody meme it. <laughs> when you become what you want, what you demand of others, you will command your mirror. It will come in as you. And guess what that will be? That will be a current. That will be a flow. You don't know how to flow. You just know how to complain. 1-800-920-1580. You're just mad and disappointed because you didn't get what you deserve. See, you desire things without cultivating the necessary means of becoming the thing you desire. You just want it without the self-work. How did you wind up with who you don't want? How did you wind up with the person that you're thinking about being disrespectful to? 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. Sean, get in here and talk to me about superficial relationship fiat currency. Wow. So, Brother Zoda, I have to tell you right now, 
Um, you know what? When we are all going through a crisis, or not even, it doesn't even have to be a crisis. It has to be things that people observe that we're going through that from their perspective are like, damn, that's some hard stuff going through. And you know what happens? It's a role model. You know, how do you handle that? You always, I believe, have to look through things like you are a role model. So it isn't always exciting. It isn't always happy. It isn't always a good result. But the thing of it is, is people look at you when you're in a position of taking care of a family or just being a friend that, you know, gosh, he's going through this. Look at how he handled that. You know, and how did he handle that? He may not have done anything extraordinary, but he handled it. And he just did it in a cool and a calm way as a role model. You know, that's being a guide, in my opinion, a guide to other people. My kids, I'm like, gosh, there's sometimes they do things that drive me crazy. But I'm like, oh, gosh, I better just sit back a minute here, be patient, because I was a kid one time in my life, and I made all kinds of crazy, dumb decisions. Hell, I made more than anyone else. But if you can sit back and, and observe and be a guide, believe you me, people are looking at you, and you will pass that guidance on to others. I love it, Sean. I love it. I love it. Good brother, Sean. Thank you for always reaching out and sharing some of your wisdom with all the people that are listening. We appreciate you. You are welcome to call in anytime Oakland is in the house because of you. Thank you, brother. And thank you for giving me your guidance. Oh, man, I appreciate that. That means a lot. Listen, a lot of people think that a wounded warrior can't give guidance. A lot of people talk negatively about Steve Harvey being a relationship specialist, right? Oh, he he had three marriages and he, he had three divorces. I'd rather listen to the man who's failed three times because I'm sure he learned a little bit more with each failure. So you can't be a societal hypocrite. In one breath, you know, failure leads to greatness. We'll, we'll say it in sports. We, we'll even say it in business. But we won't say it in relationships? Man, if, I, I would listen to Steve Harvey. I would because he has learned. He has matured. He's a man in his 60s. And he has done well for himself. Now, you can do well for yourself and still be a horrible person. But what I'm saying is... In this marriage, the brother seems to have figured some things out. Why do some women believe that men got to be right when they ready? Why do some men believe that women have to be right when they're ready? See, the current means flow. And let me tell you something. When I come forward. I'm going to break down this giving and receiving and flowing. I'm going to break it down so you could understand why relationship fiat currency dominates your spiritually impoverished relationship. Is it good to you? Good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come forward. 
more of the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams right now on KBLA Talk 1580. Yes. Tony, Tony, Tony. And DJ Quick. <laughs> you didn't think we could flip it on your ass, huh? Something for the dance floor. In a real way. It's going down like this forever. And a day. Now what you hear is not a drag Cause Mr. DJ Quick got a brand new bag But first I got a bang bang A boogie for the boogie to the rhythm of the ghettoy streets Check it out now You trying to give me some 8-ball but no way I'd rather have a mimosa with Cristal and OJ Yeah, just a little something bubbly and tingly To have me walking around naked But wait a sec The function's on My co-host. But let's talk about currency. Relationship currency. And let's talk about flowing and pouring into one another. Current means flow. I want y'all to... Right? Wealth, uh, affluence means flow. Well, guess what poor means from its etymological root? Pour, to cause liquid or granular substance to flow, or let me can, can, so okay, to flow or stream either without a vessel or into one, right? Either out of a vessel or into one. Circa thirteen hundred of unknown origin, not in Old English, perhaps from Old French, right? Pourer to sift grain, pour out water from Latin, parari to purify from porous, pure. So your relationship ain't pure unless it's flowing. And it ain't flowing if there's demands. It's not flowing if there are demands. I cannot pour into a closed vessel. I cannot pour into a full vessel. Let's get back to current, which means flow. L- 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 can, I t- can I say something controversial? Yes, I'm going to give myself permission. I'm going to say something controversial. There is no such thing as receiving in relationship. There is no receiving. Zodan went crazy. Zodan jumped off the nearest building without a parachute. He, there is no receiving. There is only getting. And getting begets more getting. And it turns into a cycle. So there's this perpetual giving. See, receiving oftentimes comes with a desire, 
listen to what I'm about to say. When I come forward, he didn't tell me. This. When I come forward, I'm going to finish this. Lord have mercy. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. You want some more? More. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. You know, I remember when we first started this song. All the fellas, Tim, Raphael, who me? I'm Dwayne. And I'm an Aquarius. Ladies and gentlemen, Trinidad, Tobago for a while. The voice of reason is back in the building. We met a few friends. We have come full circle after coming forward. We got a cold playlist in full effect tonight, Tony, Tony, Tony. But let me get back to the point I was making. The way our relationships are set up right now, we're in a vicious cycle of giving. We give to get. We give to get. We give, we evaluate what we give. We evaluate what we get. Do you understand? And that's the problem. See, regardless if it's positive or negative, whatever you are doing in a relationship is going to flow in that pattern. Listen to what I'm saying. If you took off the expectation of acknowledge me for my gift, thank me for my gift. Are you then not a true giver? I give you my time. I give you my life. I give you my space. I give you my presence. And I want nothing in return. Do you know you will manifest more of that just like you manifest more of the opposite. Getting, getting, getting. Let's see what I'm going to get next. Did you see what I just gave you? Hey, what I gave you was expensive. What I gave you cost me a pound of flesh. I'm going to need two pounds or at least a pound and a half from you. Do you see what we do to each other? This is relationship fiat currency at its finest. How long you think you can maintain superficial giving? comparative giving, evaluative giving. See, once you become a giver with no expectation, currency means it's going to flow to you. Wealth, you're going to be poured into. That which is pure will find its way to you because you're operating in a pure way. So many people are operating in a manipulative way. They're operating in a way to one-up and come up and get something. Again, a getter is not a giver. 
Most of us give with the intent of getting. We have to learn to give. Give of ourselves, give of our love, give of our truth, give of our space. But we scared. We scared, so we become performers. Relationship fiat currency. What are some of the relationship currencies that are more valuable than money? When we come forward, Zoe Williams is going to break down the currencies. I'm going to outline some currencies, right, that we can listen, listen, that we can give ourselves firstly and then that we give our partners. I'm telling you, it'll revolutionize how you relate. We are relating on a give and take punishment reward level. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to be punished for being a work in progress. I'm not going to be punished by nobody. When we come forward, the voice of reason shall continue this most powerful discourse. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. I'm Julius White. Here's the latest from the Black Information Network. The White House. Hey, go out and get it. Electrolyte Instant Hydration. Head to your local 7-Eleven. If you're not listening to Tavis Smiley weekday mornings on KBLA Talk 1580, you're missing out. Everybody wants to talk to Tavis. That's one reason, by the way, why I'm so thrilled to have this conversation with you today. The three people I always most hoped would interview me were Phil Donahue, Studs Turkel, and Tavis Smiley. Donahue's retired, Turkel's deceased, so this is a real thrill for me. And the reason why I have such respect for what you do is you have a historically informed conversation of depth and detail. Be sure to Tune in to Tavis Smiley, weekday mornings, 9 a.m. to 12 noon, on your unapologetically progressive radio station, KBLA Talk 1580. I'm Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. If your relationship is in trouble, I'm the dude to call. Has your soulmate become your cellmate? Does black love still exist? What are your bedroom turnoffs? Fantasies and fetishes. Financial infidelity. I'm dating a fat person. Are they worth the wait? Trust me, this is going to be crazy. How about the heavy stuff? The child wasn't his, and he still had to pay child support. It's a very heated topic. I was that right? Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. I just have so many questions I want to ask you. I just like to kiss you. There's something wrong with that. Damn. <laughs> he told me he had a vasectomy. I'm pregnant. Betrayal has been committed. He hit you with the bad patch routine. How does he maintain his humpocity? He likes it when it why can't you open up, brother? I'm a karate man. Karate man rules on the inside. They don't show their weaknesses. Yeah. How do you write women so well? So William. Reason and accountability. The voice of reason.
Ladies, come on. You already know what it is. The Voice of Reason is live on KBLA Talk 1580. Black owned, most credible, most reliable, most trusted. Man, only two black owned radio stations in Los Angeles. Over 200 talk stations in Los Angeles, and only two black-owned stations exist. One is Mr. Stevie Wonder at KJLH, and the other, of course, is none other than my brother Tavis Smiley. And we're here, right? Los Angelinos, trust us. Listen to me when I talk to you. I disagree with my brother, T.D. Jakes. When he says somebody can pour into you. No. The only per- the only thing a person can do is reflect what's in your cup. You are one with the source of everything. You are one with the source of everything. And you attract lessons to your life. The most effective way to attract a lesson into your life is to get into a relationship. You cannot be poured into. You can't. And I understand the word poor means flow. But so does currency. Right? The flow. And this is what we're supposed to do when we come into each other's sphere. We're supposed to flow. Where, where there is flow or where, where, where we can flow together, there is harmony. Harmony requires different notes. Nah, but we don't work that way. Most people want somebody to be on the same page as they are. Most people want somebody to think the way they think. Where is the harmony in the conformity of thought? Oh, we got to think we got to have similar education. We got to have similar religious beliefs. We got to have similar everything. We got to be similar in a lot of ways. Why? Because that's our way of avoiding conflict. There is a purpose for conflict. There is a purpose for the interruption of flow. The interruption of flow teaches you about what you need to do. Let me see. What do the banks of my spirit look like? If the banks of my spirit have interrupted the flow, let me go in and work on the banks of my soul so that the current of my soul can can flow differently. Do you understand? (laughs) The current of my soul needs to flow differently. What controls the current of a river? The bank, the bank's. That's what does it. Your partner is not the bank. Do you understand? Oh, we got to be equally yoked. Can I tell you what equally yoked actually means? It doesn't mean we think alike. It doesn't mean we think alike, ladies and gentlemen. It means we're vibrating on the same frequency. And guess what? That frequency can be a frequency of pain. That frequency can be a frequency of unhealed trauma. This is what trauma bonding is called. 
Do you understand? You're equally yoked when y'all wounds are speaking to each other. I told you before, our triggers are married. Our triggers are dating. You think you're just dating my degree? You think you're dating the keys to the car? You think you're dating my mortgage? You think you're married to all of that? You're also married to my unhealed wounds. Yes. And ain't nobody in a relationship. Let me just say it again. Ain't nobody in a relationship. Right. With somebody that has no wounds, that has no issues. Everybody has. This is why you attracted them into your life. <laughs> and you can't elevate the superficial things we do in relationship to serve as a means or barometer for if the relationship is good. How do you cultivate real relationship commodities? In the metaphorical sense, relationship gold. How do you cultivate relationship gold and silver and stop using relationship fiat currency? How do you do it? Hmm? First off, you got to start unlearning what you learned or modeled in whatever limiting environment you came from. When we come forward, Zoe is going to tackle relationship currencies. He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams. Williams. Only on KBLA Talk 1580. Killed on this track. Hey, no disrespect. When your relationship is predicated on this and this alone, this gonna run its course. Let's go buy two new Bentleys. Let's make sure you look pretty. Let's make sure I smell. Yes, all of that is good. That is good. But you can't feed a relationship on that alone. Do you guys remember that old? You guys, are y'all familiar with the old TV show, The Twilight Zone? There's an episode of The Twilight Zone where uh, a man was in a casino. And he couldn't lose. 
he just kept winning. No matter what he bet, he kept winning. No matter how little he bet, no matter how much he bet, he kept winning. He kept winning. And when and his winnings drove him nuts because he didn't understand. Uh, what? I am winning everything. And by the end of the episode, he realized that he had died and gone to hell. And that was part of his punishment was to always win forever. See, sometimes this is what superficial currency does to our relationship. This is what fiat currency does to our relationship. Your relationship is not predicated on what you have and what you've accumulated. But in a materialistic, carnal society, you might think your relationship can subsist on this for long periods of time. But it cannot. You need real money. And this new generation is utilizing a different kind of currency. Let's call it dip coin. <laughs> Digital dip coin. We'll link up in the DMs and fool around for a little while, then dip on each other. A lot of us using dip coin right now. <laughs> but let me tell you what keeps a relationship going. Presence. But a pre presence needs a, a counterpart. Mutual acceptance. See, when we mutually accept each other, I'm giving you currency now that's more valuable than money. I'm going to show you how your, how your presence is not accepted when your partner can't help but criticize you. And typically, most, criti most criticism that's coming from your partner is a projection from somewhere, something on the inside. So presence needs acceptance. These are relationship currencies that are more valuable than money. When I am accepted as myself and you are accepted as yourself, we are mutually accepting each other from where we're coming from, flaws and all. That's a currency you can't buy. Fiat currency can't buy that. Most relationships don't have mutual acceptance. What we have are mutual report cards that's based on our evaluation, that's based on our performance. Well, I thought you could have, well, you, you gave it to me, but what was the thought behind it? You were just trying to shut me up. Okay. Presence and acceptance. Mutual presence, mutual acceptance. Currency. Mutual respect. Currency. Right? These are currencies that are more valuable than money. Another currency, the act of being able to listen without judgment. That's a currency that's more valuable than money. Can you hear me from where I'm coming from without condemning me? Without formulating an internal summation of who you thought I was? 
listen, will my truth shatter the image that you created of me in your mind? You want currencies, right? Here comes some currencies down the pike. Being able to listen without judgment. Being able to support. All of this is mutual. And this is still external. All of this is mutual. Being supportive without the silent contract that says you got to support me because I supported you. Listen, I don't want nobody that love me because I love them. Or want me because I want them. You better want me because you want me. This is not trade. This is not the relationship stock market. But that's what it's become. They're supportive because they're supportive. They're not supportive with a silent contract that says, now when I need you, you better show up. These are currencies, right? These are currencies that are more valuable. A lot of people don't have presence respect non-judgmental observation and listening active listening huh they are supportive because they're supportive they're not loaning you support they're not giving you conditional support how many of you okay let's stay on the currencies they respect your needs they honor your space <laughs> can we go deeper can we go deeper i'm gonna say this and this might break the internet there's a here's the current here's the currency when you grow up spiritually and you come into the knowledge of your true value and you come into the knowledge of your priceless, limitless worth, which equates to dignity. Oh, God. You know what they do? They reflect your dignity back to you. These are currencies. These are currencies. Can you? <laughs> I'm laughing because I know this to my bones. Relationship is a highly reflective classroom where the biofeedback you get from your partner is your own personal curriculum. How can a work in progress project perfection as if the problem didn't start with you? Listen, when you grow up, when you mature spiritually, a partner suited to that level of internal evolution will reflect your dignity, your infinite value back to you. Transformative relationship says it's, uh, they're not predicated on outcomes. They're not predicated on goals. They don't have to have outcomes and goals. How many times have you bought a new car and was underwhelmed after two months? After the dirt set into the nooks and crannies and crevices of the car. How many? After two months, you was like, oh, Lord, there's swirl marks in the paint. How? I, I need to know. 
Superficiality only has a limited shelf life when it comes to happiness. That's it. I can't disappoint you or upset you. I can't. Okay. Bowman from Grand Prairie, Texas just jumped in here. Bowman, talk to me. So we're talking about currency, right? So I wanted to bring up the fact that, well, we obviously know that a dollar is fiat currency. But I want to talk about the currency of emotion. And you just gonna, you just going to make up to, a currency, Bowman? It's fine. Go ahead, Bowman. I love you, brother. Just jump in here, man. <laughs> you know, I want to talk about a whole so, other topic, the currency of Okay, come on, Bowman. Jump in here, bro. <laughs> so a lot of times, a lot of us are traumatized by whatever goes on in our life, but so many of us become delusional in wanting to be happy all the time and overdoing and overusing happinesses and false happinesses in order to fill a void that's within us. And I feel that we tend to make ourselves too much delusional on being dependent upon others and um, anything else that will drive us from dealing with ourselves with doing the work. I'm with you, Bowman. I appreciate that call, man. And you already know, man. Anytime you want to call in here and share with us, brother, you're more than welcome to do so. Grand Prairie, Texas is in the building and well represented, Bowman. Thanks again. No problem. And and, and listen, y'all. Listen. Respect. Right? All of those things I broke down as currencies. First, have to be done internally everybody wants somebody to have presence in relationship but in order to bring presence to the relationship you must be internally present most people have a monkey mind their mind is on a hamster wheel it's a monkey on a hamster wheel just running around playing jumping from thought to thought most people struggle with sleep because they're stressed cortisol levels are raised they're thinking about everything listen most people don't have presence within themselves so they carry that into relationship and they try to cover it by doing stuff i don't have to be present while we're on the merry-go-round while we're on the ferris wheel while we while we on a roller coaster (laughs) there's why i bought you some funnel cake i don't you get what let's go do something so I don't have to be present. Most people have turned respect into a behavior, respectful behavior. Like this, this is how I show my respect. But most people don't understand that that's a performance. That's an actor who is skilled in the art of acting like they are respectful. But how many people behave like they're respectful yet still don't totally respect themselves. Okay, cool. You, you understand what I'm saying? How many people act like they're listening without judgment, yet internally judgmental to themselves, to others? They act like they're listening. They give you the, mm-hmm, uh-huh, go ahead. Yes, that's right. Continue. Say more. They give you all of that. But on the inside, this is a moron. This is an idiot. They don't know 
what they're talking about. And then they're also that way to themselves. Okay, cool. How many people you know have acted like they were supportive? Okay. Mutual respect begins with self-respect. In other words, respect for your partner begins with respect for yourself. You can't trust your partner unless you trust yourself. You cannot effectively communicate with your partner unless you effectively communicate with yourself. These are currencies. You cannot be kind to your partner unless you are kind to yourself. I don't even want to go into how unkind you can be. All you got to do is get Dr. Uh, Glenn R. Sheraldi's self-esteem workbook. Get Glenn R. Sheraldi's, Dr. Glenn R. Sheraldi, Glenn R. Sheraldi, Ph.D. Right? The self-esteem workbook. And go through that workbook as I have. Go through that workbook and see. <laughs> Do you understand? If you're truly kind to yourself. As a matter of fact, on that journey, get a journal. And journal your negative self-talk. Journal your doomsday self-talk. Do you have doomsday? I'm a failure. I didn't deserve that anyway. How are you going to be kind to somebody else? And you're not. Okay, cool. We're talking about relationship currencies that are more valuable than money. You're kind to each other. But being kind to each other is rooted in being kind to yourself. You enjoy each other's company. You can't enjoy nobody's company if you don't like you. I know, I know. So many people that front like they like themselves. I bought myself a new pair of shoes. I, I really love myself. I brought myself a jacket. I love my. No, you don't. Do you love your wounds? Do you love your upbringing? Do you love what makes you cry in the dark? Okay, cool. Listen, I listen. You you want to develop? First off, let me say it again. In order to cultivate and grow wealth, you have to do certain things in order to grow your wealth. You have to have savings, you got to have insurance policies, you got to have a lot of things. You got to have a CPA, you got to have some investments, you got to have a lot of things to grow wealth. But you also have to have some things when I come forward, I'll tell you the rest. <laughs> Tonight we can be Is it good to you? Good to you. More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come forward. More of the voice of reason with Zoe the Williams voice of reason. right now on KBLA Talk 1580. Ain't never rained in Southern California. I see you when I get there. Oh, I haven't seen your face in a year. I can't wait till I get there. Just a kiss and squeeze and hug and girl, you know the rest is they tell me. 
After coming forward, and I was in the middle of cooking, man. I was in the middle of cooking. You can't be kind to your partner unless you're kind to yourself. I was saying, in much the same way, you cultivate wealth, you develop wealth, you make smart choices, money choices, right? Smart investments. You, you create a diversified portfolio. You do a lot of things to grow your wealth. Don't you know you have to do the same thing to grow your relationship wealth? A, a rela- Listen, fiat currency is the junk food of relationship. What, what, what is relationship fiat currency, though? Behaviors and actions that are superficial. Behaviors and actions that are transactional. Behaviors and actions that are uh, outcome-based only. When you cultivate a true relationship uh, uh, currency that's based on an internal commodity, (laughs) now we're developing true wealth, internal wealth, right? What is internal wealth? Well, internal wealth is synonymous with health, right? You take care of yourself. Internal wealth is synonymous with what you put in your mind. Internal wealth is a a byproduct of mindfulness, the cultivation of mindfulness in in yourself and thus in your relationship. Uh, Internal wealth is how you check yourself in a positive way. In other words, being honest with yourself about the stuff you need to work on, the stuff you need to claim, the stuff you need to hug on and love on before you go out into the world with a bunch of demands that somebody else should do what you should have done internally first. So the same way you cultivate external wealth, you have to cultivate internal wealth. Everything you demand of your partner, you must be it. And if you become what you demand, you stop demanding. I don't like people that are angry. Well, you angry. <laughs> you attract what you are. People know, they, Zoe said relationship is a mirror. Yep, you're, you're getting everything you are. Yep, you surely are. I promise you. I promise you. So again, how do you cultivate it, right? How do you practice unconditional support? How do you see your partner 
as an equal, listen to what I'm about to say. Because society is the one that creates lesser partner. Like, this is the lead partner. This is the secondary part. Listen, okay. The universe, okay, I'm just going to keep. <laughs> How do you acknowledge your partner as an equal physical representation of God? See, that's big. In the ancients or in the East, in, in the Far East, whether or the near Middle East, uh, say India, they have a term, namaste. The God in me recognizes the God in you. Right? The God in, so God, listen, God can't be second to itself. But the way our society is structured, is structured hierarchical. So is Western religion and practices. Right? I say Western religion, what are you talking about? Okay, let's just do it this way. The Abrahamic belief systems are hierarchical, right? Whether it's Judaism, Christianity, or Islam, they're hierarchical. And that hierarchy trickles down into relationship. But if everybody is a physical manifestation of God, which the scriptures support... I'm so tired of hermeneutics and apologetics. I'm so tired. Hey, the scriptures support that. Then can you see your partner as an equal physical manifestation of God? Can you be around or can you be yourself around your partner? Hmm? I just I'm asking questions because. I know a lot of people out there have relationships that are predicated on performance. And I'm telling you, where there is neuroticism, negative affectivity, lack of knowledge of self, self-righteousness, pessimism, dishonesty, poor anger management skills, failure to thrive, neglect, poor listening skills, lack of communication skills, lack of coping. Listen to what I'm uh, listen. When all of this is in play, you think, you think (laughs) you guys are going to have a successful pairing. Your relationship is going to be more dependent on what y'all can do as opposed to who y'all are. As long as y'all doing and the doing don't get old. You got a shot. But if you got all of those things to deal with. (laughs) Selfishness, avoidance, inability to manage relationship conflict, lack of mutual consideration, lack of intimacy, lack of gratitude, inability to acknowledge fault, lack of uh, self-accountability, lack of self-responsibility, right? Inability to apologize. When all of these things are in place, you're going to have an oxycodone (laughs) kind of uh, addiction to not only the drama that brings, 
but also the stimulation that comes with it too. You're going to love being in a whirlwind. We got James on the line from Los Angeles. James, get in here. What's happening, Mr. Zoe? Another evening of your lot knowledge, huh? Man, you know. Hey, brother. <laughs> I, hey, I'm used to it now, man. It's, it's just, it just is what it is. I'm used to it. What's happening? <laughs> well, man, it, I'm understand, I understand what you're trying to say, and I can agree with most of it. But one segment about the God of in you. Most of us are not understanding what that is. Or how do we can relate to that God in you? Because we think God is totally different as an omnipotent being. Mm -hmm. And we don't really recognize that. You know, but I would say uh, most of us cannot understand their faults, have a good evening, or want to understand their faults, or you want to understand their partner's faults. Because we don't, we live in a materialistic society, and none of us, even myself, at times, want to deal with reality. Wow. But really? it's hard to get away from it. Yeah. Really? Even myself. Yes. Mm. We want to live the we want to live the false life. It's easier. It's more conducive to what we're doing or what we're trying to be. Mm. Why do you think a lot of us drive around expensive cars or have enough jewelry? Because we want to live a life of falsehood. Mm -hmm. Because that's not who we. They people say, "Well, oh, that's me. That's how my. That's my. That's my get down. What get down, man? Buying, spending money on gold chains and big cars you can't afford." And you live in an apartment? Mm. Come on, talk to me. Tell me something. I tell you what. Huh? This is what you did just now. You gonna make me change my whole schedule for tomorrow. I'm gonna do no, a topic. No, don't do no, that. it's too late. I got <laughs> to do it now. I got to do it. Don't do it on I, me. I, I, I'm it, just the brother just opening up. Nah, I got to do it now. <laughs> Tomorrow's topic is going to be how God cannot be separate from you. That's, oh, no, don't do that. Yes, yeah, too late. What? I got to do it now. One thing? Can I say this one you thing? You done started it. I you done opened suggest, up a can of words. I and I'm about to go fishing. God out of everything we do and no. talk about. Because one, some of us cannot understand what God truly is or want to understand because me, they only want what they want so out me, from him. Let me ask you this question. Where can God go where it's out of it? Because you said leave God out everywhere. of it. Everywhere. Where can God go God where go it's everywhere. out of the equation? He doesn't need to be. Do not use God as a crutch when you're talking about self. No, no, leave no. Leave God out of it. No, no, no. God's not a crutch. No, no, no. no. Well, if, if we're talking about it, we want to bring him into our lives. You supposed to, he's an omnipotent being that we supposed to worship and give thanks for the things he's done for us, regardless of what it is. Hey, where do you bring God? Give where is God coming from if you're going to bring him into your life? Just listen to how you I, framed I worship, it. Yes, I worship him as a spiritual being that I know if it wasn't for him, I would not have what I have or 
be still here living for his mercy. Hey, That's and, it. And I agree with you. And I love the fact that you have discovered it. But brother, you cannot leave God out of anything because God is inherently in everything. There is no separation. He is in everything. There is no separation. He is in everything. He is in everything. But when it comes to self, because he gave us all free will. Remember the key word? He gave us free will. Right. According to the scripture, yes. So that will. means what you do, what you do, how you conduct yourself, and any other aspects, it's on you, not him. So let me ask you a question. So sure. free, free will is outside of the power of the omnipotent? What? Now, come on. Yes. No. Yes. Nothing is yes. outside of the will of the yes. omnipotent. It's outside because he gave that to you for oh, your own benefit Hold on, James. Hold on, James. Yes. Hold on. When we come forward, we going to come back and talk to James. James in Los Angeles, the turned up tonight. Let's go. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. More of the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams right now on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, your brother Zoe Williams is back in the building. We are having an absolutely amazing show tonight. Woo! And we got our playlist on fire. Hey, man. Tony, Tony, Tony has been my co-host all night. And it has been hit after hit after hit. We have our brother James from Los Angeles on the line. James, you were yes, making you, you were saying that when it comes to relationships. Leave God out of it because relationship is a byproduct of our minds. Correct. Right. Just and will. Our mind and will. And yes. then I was saying not even our will. It's outside of God's omnipotent jurisdiction. Not even our will. Because you have to understand when religious folk use words like omnipotent, omni, all, potent, power, omniscient, omni, all, niscient, science, all knowing, all aware. Uh, God is, when they say God is everywhere, right? There is no place God isn't. So to say God is omni everything and then say but free will is outside of his jurisdiction and dominion, right? Like we have free will, like clearly free will. God is outside of that. That creates what is known as a paradox. How can we have, how can we have free will while having an all-powerful, all-aware, all-seeing, all-controlling, all-knowing, omnipresent God? Omni? All present everywhere. Omnipresent. Uh, okay. How, Sway? If I could answer that for you, I would. But I cannot. I'm going to be honest. That's fair. But, but to say that he would 
be involved in your choices of life, partnerships, marriage, love. He wants you to love all those around you and be treat them as you would treat yourself. But he doesn't say, I'm going to dictate if you be with this woman or that woman, or you be with that man or this man. Why? He's not. Don't put a God into that. Why not? Because one, Why he's not? not going to grant. He's not going to grant all that we ask for. Wait, wait, wait. What if? Let me. Let so, me let, can I pose this question to you then? Pose. Go ahead. Go ahead. What if God helps you choose everybody you've ever been with? as a means of growing you up spiritually. In other words, sending you through the fire so you can evolve and grow up spiritually. What if God designed it that way? It is designed that way. He already oh. knows who he's going, who's going to be with you. He knows that. But it's up to you to find that out. Not so, using him. So wait. I do, but now going gotta, for you to find that out. Now I got another question. So God mm -hmm. set it up for you to make the choice. That's like going into Foot Locker thinking you have a choice, but you only have a choice of what they put in front of you. And God already knows what and you're going to choose, right? Because God is all-knowing. So right. God is constructing the whole movement, sir. He's constructing the movement, but he's not give, pointing you for your own free will to go to that movement. If you see something that you want, that don't necessarily necessary, you go to that. Am I right? No. You may see a lot of beautiful things that you may want. Not necessarily that you're going to act on that. That's the free will. No, nobody really has free will, my friend. This is why. Of course you do. No, this is why there's education. Education is really indoctrination. Free. Then there is. But education is wait, free will. Wait, here, Either you're going to take wait, it hear my and point. use it to your. Hear my go, point, go brother. Hear my point. Mm -hmm. You didn't write those textbooks. <laughs> there's a group in Texas right now that writes all the dang textbooks. They're changing the story of slavery. There's there there are Republicans right now that said we can't teach CRT critical race theory because it's gonna make little white kids feel bad. That's another story. No, we but hear what I'm day. no hear what I'm saying. <laughs> you saying you got free will, but you don't even have power over your own education system. You don't know what version of the Bible you're reading. You don't know the language it was written in. You don't know what purpose the book was put together for. You don't know what translations are missing. You don't know how many books there were. You don't know who authored them. You don't know what language they spoke. And you telling me you got free will? You don't even have free will of the knowledge you got. And that says what? That I don't know. What I'm saying or is, if I want to find out. What I'm saying is, if your what I'm saying is, if your reality is constructed for you, how are you using your free will? The financial system, the economic system, the educational system, uh, uh, everything is constructed. You're not the author of none of it, and you think you're using but your free still, will? I'm using my free will if I if I choose to allow myself to be a part of it. Listen, if all your like choices. If all your choices, all my choices, 
if all your choices are presented to you by the overlord. Okay, we got to go. I'm sorry, brother. I love you. Now, we'll do this again. Let's do it again, too. man. I love it. <laughs> call it. tomorrow, man, because I'm going to go off. I'll call you. I appreciate everybody you. for you tuning in. Voice of Reason, Danny Morrison and Robin, it's going to stay lit. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.